welcome to another episode of Kicking the Balls. I'm Clem Cruz here, and with me as always are Kieran Rob. Hello. Good afternoon. Okay, not the busiest week in terms of general news, but if I want to look at some of the upcoming fixtures then. Okay, on the 4th we have the early kickoff, which is Stoke and Leicester. Hard one to call there because I think Leicester with that new manager factor might be uh, a bit of a, a surprise team what they can offer, so... Stoke haven't been on the best run. Do we, do we see that one being potential banana skin for Stoke again? Well, I think Stoke got a really good result last weekend. I mean, I don't think any of us has beaten beating them uh, Watford. No, no, no Jets, uh, that, that, that was uh, a lot better than expected, but their, their performance in, in general of recent hasn't been th- the best level. Yeah, Stoke have been for a few seasons now. They're such a difficult team to predict. So it's really hard to know which way to call that. I would personally be inclined... Just to maybe give the edge to Stoke. Maybe they got that wee bit of momentum. That's mm-hmm. a really good one over Watford. It was very, yeah. And uh, Leicester obviously did well against Everton, but Everton really out of sorts. Didn't seem to have improved from uh, the sacking of Koeman. And it's hard. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised to see any result in that game. I, I would expect to see, to see a few goals in it. With the new manager, but it's going to often be really difficult to predict how it's going to go. Yeah, I thought Leicester looked quite good, actually. The way I know Everton have, have been fairly mediocre at best, yeah. but, you know, the Vardy looked quite interested. Mares looked interested, you know, the, the, um, mm-hmm. especially on the counter-attack again. They, they looked like they did a couple of years ago, you know, when they, they won the league and stuff. Um, so, yeah. Although maybe I'd say with Shakespeare, I don't think anyone really thought that the players had completely chucked it for him. Like, I think, I think the players were still trying a bit, so I'm not sure... Yeah, m- maybe maybe it was just a case of, uh, you know, Everton just being mediocre again. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting that he started with uh, Lennon and Morales. Uh, obviously, that was to get a bit more pace into the team. And it worked to an extent. I mean, really, they should have had a penalty for a foul on Lennon. But then, evidently, they believe that was leaving the fullbacks more exposed. Well, Leicester were getting a lot of joy down the wings, and he brought Lennon off down at half time. So, it's it's a uh, proper width in the team, like with uh, Lennon and Morales as well. I mean, with the uh, with the team of number tens we talked about, there wasn't really a great deal of width. There's a lot of players you really or want to play. Pace, more importantly, mm-hmm. I would say so. players you want to play quite centrally, but that, that provided it's a bit more of an outlet down the down the flanks. But yeah, so uh, getting back to Stoke and Leicester, I mean, uh, do we? See that being a potential banana skin for Stoke then? That's I, I wouldn't really call it a banana skin because it's not a match that they're really expected. Well, I suppose we... I would say it's too yeah, ev- even too, size. Yeah. Yeah. Stoke being at home though, I mean... And maybe the, slight favourites, yeah, yeah, but I, I wouldn't call it a banana skin as such. A banana skin I would regard as maybe more of a... Maybe like a Brighton or Crystal Palace or somebody mm. like that. But uh, I think this Leicester with having the new manager is so hard to call how that's going to go. When, you know, it's yeah, it's very hard to call. I think there will be goals in it... Uh, yeah, that's that's one good thing you could take uh, from it. Yeah. I think I'm just going to go 2-1 Stoke. I think it's hard to call, but I think I'll just give Stoke the, the edge here. I, I'm inclined to go with Leicester because they've been so effective with when the new managers just getting that, um, that vibrance back. Um, it hasn't seemed to work long term with them, but when the new manager comes in for Leicester, it does seem to do the trick. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm just going to go 1-1. One, one. Um, yeah, and I'll leave it at that. Okay, um, one of the three o'clocks then. Southampton and Burnley. Uh, Southampton at home, of course. Um, Burnley have been just been marching on, haven't they? Haven't yeah, another win for yeah. them on Monday. 
Uh, that was one thing we also thought that if there was going to be a winner in that game, probably Newcastle more likely. Just um, I think you guys thought that I thought it would be a draw if I'd mm-hmm. had to pick a winner. I'd probably have gone for Burnley actually, but I, I can't remember what I said. To yeah. uh, Burnley have just been it's been yeah they've been <laughs> so good this season. Yeah. I think they're level on points now with Liverpool as well, and they're in seventh just behind Liverpool on goal difference. So. Um, we thought maybe like a. Just the, the talk around Sean Dyche might just maybe upset the dressing room, but no sign of that so far. No, been, didn't see. Yeah, so, I yeah. hope for Sean, uh, for Bernie's sake, that he does stay with them. I think because so, yeah. yeah so it's hard to know what would happen to the club if he were to leave. Would it all just implode? But just making progress really steadily. I mean, I, I'd like to see him stay there, maybe win. I think we talked about a League Cup would be potentially doable. I mean, he's probably not going to be able to... They're out of the League Cup, though, this season. But, I mean, eventually, oh, I mean, right, like, no, uh, yeah. you know, there, there could be some... Season under Sean Dyche, they, they, they could be some sort of silverware brought in. Well, maybe like if they were like, they wouldn't be expected to finish seventh. But if you look at the sides around them, like obviously Everton, who would have been expected probably to be there, are way way off it at the minute. It's not impossible. And if they, if they were to get Europa League football, that would be such mm-hmm. an achievement be for Burnley and for Sean Dyche. Like how full in a few years. So. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's harder now. I would it say is, because yeah, more, there are more teams it is more who are now. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think it would be a, a step backwards for him if he moved to Everton. I, I, I don't see why he would. Well, certainly on current form, you'd think so. Yeah, I, I don't think. I don't think he's reached the potential with Burnley. Mm-hmm. I think. I think him staying there can well, go further. Right now, he's still been spending championship money, really. The longer they stay in the Premier League, the more money they've got, they can start spending a bit more money like the rest of them because the TV deals are just so good in the Premier League that yeah. eventually they will have enough money accumulated from that, that they can afford to splash out of it. And I think that would be, I think that would be the, I think that would be the the natural way to do it. Now, if he if he left and went to Everton and they gave him an open checkbook, mm-hmm. like there's potential there for him to not really know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Whereas and, apparently he's he's got the plan already. Just, yeah, it's about seeing it through. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd personally really like to see him stay. I think uh, Everton is a job that whoever takes it, there is a risk it could go badly wrong just because the side looks very unbalanced. They're going to become the new uh, the new Newcastle. Like for years, Newcastle was the poisoned chalice. Mm-hmm. They're, they're this big club that think they're bigger than they actually are. Well, it's a big fan base, of course. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. And they're getting a new stadium as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, but for a long time, it was a case of whoever went there didn't really succeed. Um, now, Rafa Benitez has done really, really well mm-hmm. there. Especially if they are finally getting the, the seal they want. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I think mean, that, that'll, be, that'll, be it, that'll be huge. That'll be a massive thing. Because for that Mike Ashley has been a burden for that long. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's, been, it's quite a, a similar scenario you can see unfolding. Yeah, but I can see that at Everton, that they think they're bigger than they are. I mean, they, they talk about Everton as if they deserve to be winning stuff. And well, the last time they won something was the FA Cup in the mid-90s. So what are they talking about? You know they, they don't deserve to be. Then they, you deserve to win things by being better and winning things mm-hmm. by getting to finals and beating teams, not getting put out in the third and fourth rounds or, or whatever. You know, um, so I, I don't see this. Oh, they're a massive club and they deserve to win stuff. Like, who cares what they did before we were born? It doesn't really make any difference, does it? We we didn't see it, so. If we didn't see it, that must mean it was a generation ago. Mm-hmm. A lot changes in a generation. On the okay. Burnley Southampton, then a bit disappointing for Southampton at the weekend. Only draw with Brighton. 
Like I know that their league position is sort of is relatively healthy, but they have been pretty underwhelming. Yeah. They're not remotely exciting to watch right now. I think um, for, for fans going to the games, uh, the results are the best thing they can hope for because the performances have been just quite bland, not really much of note. I can see this very easily being a nil-nil. Um, you'd like to think Salaman at home, even if there's not much of a goal threat, they are going to go for it a bit more and, and probably get something. Yeah, but it hasn't been as if they've been parking the bus against teams. They just don't seem to have that yeah. a potency in the box. And Burnley have been very good away from home. Burnley have, yeah. They've, they've managed to get that away form really sorted. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Burnley nicked that one now. Yeah, well, no, I wouldn't uh, be surprised um, either. Yeah, I think I think it, it it could be as simple as a one nil because I think even if if uh, Southampton don't get the goal they're looking for, they are going to have to come out and look for it quite actively. So whether they get it or not, they're going to have to leave space at the back in order to go and try and search for the for the win at home, which I think the fans will expect them to do. So I think even if they don't get the goal of their own, I think it'll create the space for Burnley to do something. So I think I think Burnley probably could nick that one. Well, I'm going with one nil for Burnley. I'm, I'm inclined to agree. Yeah, stick nil nil. Nil nil. We'll be optimistic. Hope, hope for a goal. Okay, uh, Newcastle at home to Bournemouth. That's that's tough enough to call as well because Newcastle were just edged out there by Burnley and then Bournemouth beaten one nil by yeah. Chelsea. So. Um, we've totally talked about a bit of pressure now mounting on Eddie Hyde. I mean, we still feel he's probably quite well regarded among the. Bournemouth fans I think Eddie Howe the way he's done at Bournemouth he's in that rare position very rare these days that he could probably get relegated and still not be sacked in fact he could probably get relegated and walk into a better job in all honesty that's how I, th- that's how I see it maybe it's, it's one of those I mean it depends how sure Bournemouth are that they can come back up again really fast because if you get relegated and you don't come back up quite quickly it can become such a, a riptide yeah, if if you don't get up in the first couple of seasons, you'll be in the championship for a long time. Look at Leeds. Mm-hmm. Leeds yeah. went down to League Ipswich. One. Ipswich, yeah. Uh, look at Blackburn now. They're in League One. Nottingham Forest have been languishing they, they, down there for a long yeah, time. Yeah, they've been up and down. Derby. You know, there's so many teams. I, I think you could actually uh, quite easily make a, a championship league of 24 teams that have all been in the Premier League. Oh, I'm sure Probably, you could, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's one of the things as well. If it gets to that real crunch time of the season and they think that maybe they could turn their fortunes around by bringing somebody else in they might not really feel for any reason that you know any disrespect to Eddie Howe or anything like that but just he's not the right man at the time so I'd be very very surprised if we see Eddie Howe sacked well very, I mean, it depends of course how, how long this goes on like right now you'd say his job is still probably pretty safe but how much longer does it go on before they start to think okay and if we want to stay in the Premier League do we persist it would be a sad day for football if they did. I'd like to see him stay across. Yeah. I think he's done a good job and he hasn't had a lot of money to spend. But what, what I think Bournemouth have to realise is that this position they're in now is what everyone expected them to be in mm-hmm. in their first season. And um, second. second season, yeah. yeah. So I mean, this is their first time in the top flight, Bournemouth, like yeah. this spell during the minutes. Yeah, it's going to happen it. eventually that... You know they're they're gonna get drawn into this thing. I mean, we all thought it would be the first season, mm-hmm. season or two. No, it really depends on how much time they're they're willing to to risk down there before they they make a change. But it's, well, it's to do with the owners, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't think the fans 
will turn on Eddie Howe. I d- Yeah. And they are still only a point clear of like it's not like they're down and out of sight or by a long stretch. Over a certain name, they've got every chance of escaping this. But you know, I, th- I think that they just need either one good run, yeah. or a couple of mini runs, and they've been un- unable to put that together. Not for yeah, yeah. they've still only had the one win this season. Yeah, so. yeah. but they, I mean, they've the recent. Recently played Chelsea. They played sorry, Man City. Two wins this season. They have played Arsenal as well, haven't they? They played a lot of the bigger sides. So. Yeah. So against Newcastle, then away from home at St James's Park, I'm going to call it one 0 Newcastle. Yeah, I think I'm. I gonna think you may be right in that one. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. Um, okay then. Um, Huddersfield at home to West Brom. I had diff- different sorts from Huddersfield in the past couple of games. I mean, they retook the game to United's. And then against Liverpool, and then in the first half they held out pretty well. But then I think just uh, this just a it fell down to a couple of mistakes. Yeah, well, more often than not, class will out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was something I was quite happy to see from Liverpool that they didn't get particularly desperate. You know, they thought going in level half time missed penalty. You thought, oh no, they could get really dragged out of shape. You know, start trying those ambitious long shots, but they didn't. They were quite persistent in the in the plan, and I think that was a bit better to see rather than just um, throwing it out the window at halftime going right okay just uh, abandon the plan and just shoot at every opportunity um, Huddersfield looked like a pretty good side going forward I mean they didn't really get that enough of a, a chance against Liverpool I think Liverpool had a lot of the ball so the Huddersfield struggled to really put moves together but I mean, that said they have scored only seven goals only mm-hmm. two sides in the league have scored fewer I'd be inclined to call this as a one-all if Huddersfield at home was at the Hawthorns, they'd probably give West well, Brom the edge. You'd feel like um, West Brom away. I mean, I think, I mean, it's been... West Brom's form has been yeah, great. Yeah, it's, it's dropped off a bit, I mean, after starting quite well. Yeah, you feel like Pulis does not want to lose break. away from home. I think that's, that's yeah. going to be, maybe first and foremost, he does not want to lose away from home. Well, was you mentioning last week, there's maybe been a bit of unrest at um, West Brom because they feel that maybe... Tony Pulis has taken the club as far as he can. Yes, I think I have heard, I mean, certainly on Five Life phone-ins, there's been a bit of suggestion of that, I think. Well, it was quite a similar situation when he was yeah. at Stoke and he finally left. But I think the thing is, Stoke haven't really kicked on. Kicked on. That, they're not really doing any better. With, they're doing differently in terms of their style of play. Mm-hmm. But in terms of their actual league positions, they're not really doing any better. And I think it's not maybe that Tony Pulis couldn't take West Brom any f- further. I'm just not sure West Brom can go any further with the budget and the resources mm-hmm. that they have. So. Although I think maybe for the fans, since the Pulis style of football is, you know, it's a bit repetitive, it's quite predictable. If the results don't really do much for them either, then it's not very entertaining. You know? It's worth remembering that not so many years ago, West Brom were very much a yo-yo club. They were up and down a lot. And yeah. Tony Pulis has arrived there. They're, oh, not they're not even considered as candidates for relegation mm-hmm. anymore. Okay. And consistency is an achievement in itself, certainly. But perhaps, I mean, for the fans who feel that if the the actual performances aren't that entertaining and the results now are very you know they're they're consistent that's one thing but they're not to get excited about it's uh, maybe it's not that much of an incentive to go to the games. Yeah, well, th- this all sounds like having cake and eating it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You, you can't. It's very rare that you get both. Yeah, look, Man City, uh, they're playing fantastic stuff and consistent. Yeah, and and they're they've winning spent hundreds of millions yeah. of pounds. Yeah, yeah. West Brom, of course, West Brom, do. West Brom don't have that, so you either have to accept that you're going to play well and lose 
you know, more times than you win, or you're going to have to bore teams to death, but yeah. you'll remain in the Premier League and you'll get that bit of extra money. Yeah, you know, you, you have to make that. What is it that mm. you want? You know, and it's one of those things. I mean, I think um, a lot of clubs are afraid to take certain risks. You know, I mean, sacking Pulis would be a big risk to take because. Well, I don't think he's ever beaten sack, does he? Not, not um, in recent. He left anyway. Stoke with yeah, a mutual, mutual consent. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. Well, that was at the end of the season as well, yeah. wasn't it? So I, I just thought his contract mm-hmm. was up, and he decided, "No, nah, there's, there's no point in me staying on here." Um, so Huddersfield West Brom. I mean. You said about a one-one draw. That sounds it could be quite yeah, yeah, possible. I mean, that sounds um, about right to me. Huddersfield Field probably will want to have a good go at it. But what uh, what did you make actually of at the weekend there? Um, West Brom for the first time decided to go with a back three against Man City. Um, I think it just it seemed a bit strange because they normally mm-hmm. normally go for the back four. Well, you, you can see maybe why um, if they want to just you know crowd out those attacking options. Of course, that he have in abundance yeah. um, I suppose uh, they had no Johnny Evans there at the yeah. weekend so maybe there was a wee tactical reshuffle there I mean Man City had been steamrolling everyone so I think me they thought I haven't got much to me to, to lose but if, if they could possibly change something around throw City and nick a point you know that could be such a, an important point to, to, to take off as he makes City but and then obviously you were saying that their form hadn't been great sometimes yeah. when teams forms haven't been great you do see them Shake obviously that's how yeah. Arsenal have ended up playing a back mm-hmm. three for this last year or so um, yeah it was something a bit different but I think they can probably put it down to against Man City they didn't have much to lose in that one I think they've been steamrolling everyone so if they, if it didn't really work okay you know that's not really that different because I think everyone's probably going to lose to City at some stage this season but I think they had everything to gain out of it as well because if they managed to go to a back five, just maybe catch City off guard with that one and uh, maybe take a point. But yeah, didn't I work. know I said it was a back three, but in reality it was a back five, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, well, it's back three, back five. It's yeah. it ends up. Well, but he, he did play two up, up front. Uh, yeah, um, maybe a bit different to what we would expect. Yeah. yeah, but I suppose when you look at that City defence, I think there is very much the although their defensive record is quite good this season. I think there are still question marks over the fragility of the defence. Well, they've conceded goals against I mean, against sides that, uh, of course, they've beaten because the, the attack's been so good it hasn't really mattered in the end. I mean, against Stoke, they allowed them to come back into that game having been three up on them, but I mean, they yeah, more Brom than handled them in the two. end. Yeah, Napoli you could say to an extent it worked because they scored twice. So. Yeah. Um, I think for Man City, the, the, the attack has been so good it hasn't really mattered, but we saw with Liverpool that season when their attack was brilliant as well it wasn't enough because the defence just were too leaky. You know, I mean, Man City might not be quite as uh, prone I to think, conceding as that. I think the difference as well is that Man City have a far better goalkeeper. Yes, that's that's undeniably true. And they know who their best goalkeeper is, mm-hmm. whereas I don't think Klopp does know who his best goalkeeper is. No, no, I think um, that's, that's certainly one that's going to have to be addressed. Um, if, if it's even going to be someone in the squad now next year or if it's going to be another face brought in again. We'll have to wait and see, but yeah, there's been a lot of chopping and changing there. Um, okay, so so yeah, I'm going for one one. For one one. For I, that, think, yeah. I think we're all going to call that Huddersfield's West Brom one one. Okay, um, Swansea against Brighton. Swansea at home. There's no there's no massive games on Saturday, is there? Well, there's the half five. Liverpool West Ham is a bit bigger, but all oh, right. Yeah, well, all, all these three o'clock, so mm-hmm. uh, dreary enough. Top yeah. of the, the table affairs, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Swansea at home. It's hard to call because you feel they've, they've got to go for it as well. I mean, at home against Brighton, that's a side they want to feel at home they can possibly beat. But Brighton have been pretty solid 
and Swansea are really struggling to Brighton create. have done rightly, but I still think you call this sort of two teams that come the back end of the season could well be involved in the yeah. relegation fight. I think Hull, or from Swansea's point of view, they want to make sure they're at least in the fight, that they mm-hmm. don't. At this stage, obviously, they still are. They're actually out of the bottom three on goal difference. But, uh, but I mean, considering how bad they've been creatively, getting a home win against Brighton would be a really important thing to get. Yeah, it would be. Um, Brighton, obviously. Brighton have been good, though. I mean, Brighton have been, you know, just slowly making pretty steady progress. Who did uh, Swansea play at the weekend? Swansea were beaten 2-1 by Arsenal. Oh, that's hardly that's surprising, right, yeah. yeah. Um... I'm inclined to say Swansea might get something here. I, at I home. think you might be right there. I think Swansea I'm, I'm might just go one nil Swansea. Yeah, I, th- I think Swansea might just take it one nil. You know, I think Brighton have been have been doing well, but you know, yeah, Swansea are at home. I wouldn't be surprised by that. I mean, Tammy Abraham's looked good. Yeah, when I he's got the chances, um, he's put them away. So that's one thing they can be yeah. quite thankful for. That if they can create the chances, that's a pretty good finish they have up front in Tammy yeah. Abraham. Yeah, I, I think one nil, one nil Swansea. Could, could, could be quite is, uh, is Renato Sanchez back for this game? Yeah. I think he is, although his yeah. form isn't. No, but yeah, I, think, been, I think we're all waiting for him to kind of yeah, do well something. Out of yeah. Well out of sorts, hasn't he? But you, you think, I mean, there's, there's got to be quite a bit of talent in there. I mean, we've seen certainly before this ability. It's about producing that uh, routinely in the Premier League, which he hasn't done so far. Yeah, but maybe it's just taken him a bit longer to get mm-hmm. settled. It does with some but, people, uh, doesn't I think it? We're, we're all just kind of waiting for him to do something, which is... Uh, I mean, me pressure he doesn't need, but uh, what's his job to to provide now? He's been brought in. Um, I think we're, are we all gonna go with one of the just one side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's one we're kind of agreed on. Okay. Um, then the late kickoff is West Ham and Liverpool. Some people have called this the the game to save Slaven Village's job. Really? Yeah. I think that's ridiculous. Uh, uh, I don't know about when that. When you consider that uh, recently that they beat Tottenham. Yeah. And obviously the, the awful result against Brighton. I think, really, if he should go, then it should be should be going regardless of this weekend. And if he should stay, then like it, they're not expected to of get anything away to Liverpool. This so. could be media hype to, of course, plug the game. You know, <laughs> which of is a, yeah. Who who did uh, West Ham play at the weekend? They got a point away at Crystal Palace, and they were two 0 up in that game. And to be honest, they yes, we, they saw, were, we saw Joe Hart interviewed after that one. And Joe Hart looked. He looked up. like he was going to cry, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I mean, he personally had a really good game. Yeah, he did, had, yeah. Uh, well, to be honest, they they got the point because of Joe Hart, mm-hmm. really. Um, and I think. For it, for him, I mean, it was the ninety seventh minute or something when the equaliser came in. So mm-hmm. I mean, that that would rip your heart out a little bit when you played so well. Uh, well Joe he, Hart, but it, you know, mm-hmm. not, not he, West Ham. he he called the performance unprofessional and uh, yeah, the, there was two points dropped. End of story, really. And th- there was a lot of talk about um, before the Crystal Palace equaliser. Um, one of the West Ham forwards had the ball. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, he's going to take it in the corner? Yeah, flag. But, but he didn't. He crossed. You know? yeah. He took it right yeah. and. And that just gives them another chance to go. Yeah, that, that was very, really. very peculiar. Yeah, I was. Uh, it was um, Ant- Antonio. Was that? Uh, I, I can't remember the, the who it was. Uh, but but um, it was very peculiar decision yeah. to make. Um, no, and Joe Hart looked really, really upset with them. I think because yeah, I mean, he yeah. personally had bailed them out quite a bit in that. He game. made he a string of good saves yeah. in that. In, and in then that right at the end, another mistake thrown away. But yeah, I mean, certainly, I think the, the players look to be on Billage's side. I don't think there's any. Question the players, you know, half harding it from fans largely are as well. So. I'd, I'd say it's a mix at this stage because I mean, of course, there could be a noisy minority here kicking off, but I have heard a bit of uh, 
disdain out of out of West Ham fans on in social media and on phone-ins. To be honest, I don't think a lot of West Ham fans know what they want. Again, I think I th- it's the ones who go to the st- stadium seem to be are the ones you have to take mm-hmm. into account more, and they <laughs> well, seem they're to, the ones you're paying for, aren't they? They seem yeah. to be largely still behind the man. Uh, they are sixteenth in the table. Um, only one point above the bottom three. It is precarious, certainly. Yeah, I mean, if if you say let, let's say Bilic loses his job, who who do they think they're going to get in? Do they think they're going to get Carlo? You know, Carlo Ancelotti. Do they well, really? There'll be there'll be someone on the phone in who's who suggests yeah. that certainly. <laughs> I, I know. It's okay, a, the the lure of a club in London. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe, but no, I can't. No, say I it. I wouldn't see him taking that step down. No. Um, I think I, I I'm I might be wrong here, but I, I th- no, sorry. I, I thought it was it was the Everton job. They were that Everton were maybe going to sniff around uh, Benitez. I thought mm-hmm. it was maybe West Ham, but it was actually Everton. I read that rumor a while ago. Uh, well, it was a few weeks ago. We were told he had a, a two game ultimatum, and uh, in, in that first game, of course, that that great comeback against Spurs, and then then it would be the draw at Palace, would it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if 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 uh, if it was speaking just two games overall, then those would be the two. He still got his job, so presumably that was enough. Um, if, if perhaps they were referring to league games, if this ultimatum actually does exist, then the second league game would be this one. I'd be very surprised if he was to be sacked on the basis of a result against Liverpool. No, of course, performance would be important as well. I mean, if they, yeah. if they play very well and lose, well, I mean, happens. If they play like they did against Brighton, then... Yeah, they can, then yeah, you yeah, can quite easily see him lose yeah. his job because they, they were awful. And the They've been awful a few times this mm-hmm. season. I'm going to call three one Liverpool. I think that the, they will, but uh, Liverpool aren't decided that ever back with any no, real confidence. No. So, um, but I'm going to say three one Liverpool. See, I've I've been quite pleased in the in the last two games. Uh, the game against Huddersfield in the midweek because even though against Marble it wasn't all that good a performance, again uh, it uh, wasn't best first half. But they didn't throw the plan out the window. They still kept quite rigid to what it, uh, the the plan was in the beginning, and kept pushing for the the goals. And eventually, the goals did come in the one three nil. Quite similar against Huddersfield. Pretty much the same, wasn't it? Yeah, it was quite. Even had the missed penalty and everything. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I thought. I mean, people were really giving Klopp stick over letting Sal take the penalty, and then Miller took that one. He missed. You know, it, it shows anyone can miss a penalty. It doesn't matter. You well, know. I mean, you look at the farcical situation at United the other night. So, Daly Blinn took a penalty. Yeah, Lukaku, Mar- Martial missed one in the first half. Mm-hmm. Then Lukaku was going to take the second. Then Ander Herrera decided he was going to take it. And then Mourinho stuck his nose in and said, actually, no, Daly Blinn can take it. Mm-hmm. It's a good was, penalty that we scored. The, yeah. Well, it wasn't a great penalty. He just hit it straight, straight down in the middle. middle but, um, but, called, but, called to keep his bluff, you know. He put it yeah, it was in the middle, it worked. bit strange, though, because... I didn't see it at the time. I just happened to see the score and I thought, Daly Blinn taking a penalty. What's mm-hmm. that all about? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, maybe he seemed to in training. He, he knows what he can do. I don't know. Yeah, it's... it seems odd though with, you know, Lukaku hasn't scored for six games. Yeah. Although maybe that in itself, you don't want to down his confidence more. If you, if you give him one, he's me right in a bit low on confidence. Perhaps. Anyway, yeah. we've digressed we from, digress, from the yeah. game that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I'd, be, I'd be inclined to say Liverpool probably have enough to win that game. Um, I think three one probably sounds about in the region. I'm I'm gonna go two one. Uh, I'm gonna go two one to Liverpool for that. I think if well if Liverpool score score early, then West Ham will probably fall to pieces. Yeah, I think um, certainly getting that early goal has settled Liverpool sometimes. I mean, we've talked about getting dragged out of position and getting a bit desperate if they, if they don't. Get I, that I one. can't see West Ham frustrating Liverpool for 
for as long as um well defensively has been the main problem for West Ham yeah. and going forward they have you know nicked the odd goal and have got some good creative players Arnautovic um, Hernandez and they've got some attack well talent. to be honest Arnautovic has done absolutely nothing for West Ham this season yeah it's it's been disappointing I, but I, mean, I think he's a, I think he's incredibly overrated I think he's just another one of those players that can disappear and hasn't extremely poor attitude I think his decision making is is pretty poor but I think his ability as a footballer has um, certainly I mean uh, he's quite a, a big physical player but he's got quite a bit of technique as well I mean he, his, his dribbling technique he's very hard to knock off the ball certainly been as good with the ball as, feet as he is for a man of his size um, but yeah I think his, his decision making does need to tidy up quite sharpish or else he's you know going to be a disappointment but I mean, yeah, they've, they've got options going forward, so I think they they could nick a goal against Liverpool. But I think defensively they might be undone. But I'd be glad to say three one as well. Okay, on the Sunday's games, um, early kick off twelve o'clock. Tottenham at home to Crystal Palace, and uh, Tottenham look to have certainly the the home form a bit better, and their form in general has been very very good lately. Yeah, they'll be disappointed, obviously, to have been beaten by United last weekend, but. Mm-hmm. The Real Madrid result that's that's phenomenal for yeah. them. It's really really positive. So I think they'll go into this game full of confidence, and I would expect like Crystal Palace. I think Tottenham will comfortable against them. I'm going to say three 0 to Tottenham. If we just talk about the Real Madrid game, because I think we we were just talked about this before um before we started recording. Real Madrid now people are are seem to be getting really shocked that the results aren't going as well. I think I mean, we've we've mentioned before. I think Real Madrid were made to look very good because for a while the European pool dropped off a bit. On sides like Barcelona weren't firing in Europe and Bayern Munich weren't firing in Europe and Real Madrid seemed to walk it quite comfortably a couple of times and I I don't think that they were as good as they were made out to look. Um, well, they they were absolutely rubbish yeah. yesterday against them. They were terrible. I've, I've they were as bad as I've seen anybody play. And, and their domestic form has been quite similar. It's been yeah. pretty poor. They're eight points off the pace already. Yeah. And they lost to a newly promoted side. Uh, Girona, which is the first yeah. time they've done that in nearly thirty years. Mm-hmm. And then they think this as well as Girona's first ever season in the top flight, and right, I think so, yeah. And I think um, it's it's still remarkable that that uh, team of the year, Marcello was the left back again. When for me, I mean, Marcello is good going forward, but I mean, defensively, he's, he's like Alberto Moreno. I mean, he, he's out of position so so often. But yeah, and a team like Madrid, sort of, they can cover for his yeah. weaknesses, but but he he is an individual, you know. He gets so much praise for what he does going forward. I mean, if he was a in, in a Premier League flat back four, I think he'd be absolutely roasted every week. I think um, he'd, quite a similar situation we'll have with Alberto Moreno. Yeah, I think I'd be inclined to agree with you. I do think it's very harsh that Zidane seems to be coming under pressure when you consider no, and, and, it, and it, it's he, his fault now. When it, well, well, maybe so you it, lose two games at Madrid and that's it. You yeah, it's yeah. Over, but when he sacked up, when he won the league last year, when he won the Champions League last two years in a row, bearing in mind that yeah. no manager other than Zidane has ever won the Champions League twice in a row since the format change in the old European Cup, I think like for him to be under pressure at this stage in the season with the record that he's had since coming he absolutely in, absolutely needs to be given the time to fix this. But well, I would think so. But Madrid have they have had a history of being very harsh mm-hmm. on their managers. Well, sometimes the, even when the fans are still being like Ancelotti, the fans were still behind, but they still mm-hmm. sacked them. So. Well, Fabio Capello wasn't he sacked for winning the league? Um, both times he was there, he I got, think you're he right. He won the yeah. league and he got sacked. Vince yeah. Dubos, because I think he won the Champions League. He was he was sacked, wasn't he? Yeah. Or or something like that. So. Yeah, very very strange way to, mm-hmm. to 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 run it, but it, it's what no. I mean, like I was, you know, uh, after after the last uh, run of fixtures when when Tottenham looked to be very good against Real Madrid, I I thought there was every chance that Tottenham could have won this one as well. 
And uh, yeah, they're very was, comfortable. Yeah, I mean, uh, Della Ali looks really, really good. I think um, I, that, that could perhaps be his announcement to the European stage now. Cause, um, yeah, I, I would yeah. expect Real Madrid to put a bid in for him yeah. at some point. There was talk I mean, about that last season. I mean, certainly uh, there, were, there were times um, where Real Madrid came sniffing around Gerard and quite a similar kind of a player, Della Ali mm. looks to be. Um, yeah, I mean, Tottenham right now. Going back to Tottenham's uh, loss at United at the weekend, um, for some reason, um, Llorente didn't play. Yeah, I thought it was a bit strange saying they had no Harry Kane. Yeah, yeah well, he was... he was brought in as a direct replacement for mm-hmm. Kane. Yeah, and that, he that's didn't a bit play. strange to me. They went for uh, Son with Sissoko behind him, but uh, yeah. yeah, I guess maybe they just wanted maybe more pace than Llorente provides, but it did seem a little strange. Yeah, I think I mean, Tottenham probably would have been kicking themselves after that game and they would have been thinking if we'd had Harry Kane, completely different story. I mean, I think if they had Harry Kane, they could have definitely won that game. But that, that does go to show it's a little bit of a vulnerability. You know, when well, they the, the loss the loss to West Ham, now Harry Kane. Uh, yeah, yeah, I hadn't thought of that, but uh, yeah. I mean, it, it is a bit of a vulnerability. I mean, they have strengthened squad depth in certain areas, but you feel just like Kane, you know, there is... A lack of a, a well, real... It's, it's difficult to replace such so, a yeah, good striker yeah. who's in such good form, isn't it? I mean, it's you, you can't really do that, can you? Uh, against Crystal Palace, I mean, I, I don't see Crystal Palace having enough to do with them. No, uh, you, you can't see. I know they didn't give up against West Ham and they came back, but, you know, West Ham yeah, aren't yeah. as good as Tottenham. I know they beat Tottenham the other way, but Tottenham are a much I mean, better side. Credit for West Ham for still giving so much, um, despite things, you know, looking so... Bleak already. You mean Crystal Palace? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, I think I think Thomas is going to have too much quality with Harry Kane back on the side as well. I just think, uh, no, I I don't see Crystal Palace having enough. Oh, I said three nil. I think three nil. That, that sounds could be about right. Yeah, I think. Well, to be honest, three nil could be generous, but um, yeah, we'll go for three nil. Yeah. Which, depending on how the sides are run, that could really set Crystal Palace back again. Yeah, that, I mean, that could really cut them off because it's an international break after that. Mm-hmm. So um, they'll be pretty pretty low low yeah. feelings around. Uh, okay. Um, Man City and Arsenal. I mean, that's, um, that's a pretty big game because City are just flying through teams like nothing else. Yeah, but yeah. Arsenal occasionally just yeah. pull out well, a we saw, really we saw good... Against, uh, against Chelsea, I mean, yeah. Arsenal... But I think like, one of yeah. two things will happen. Either Arsenal will get completely turned over or they'll surprise everyone and come out there and come away with something. But I, <laughs> I, I'd be... I, I, yeah. A bit vague. I know, but I can't see it being they're like... Not one, beaten one yeah. They're not going to lose 1-0. No, either, no, either, no. either like They're, they're, they're going to get hammered or else they'll get at least a draw. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I knew what you was getting. Yeah. 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 I'm inclined to say they're going to get hammered. I think it, City will score early and Arsenal will have to open up... And, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say five one to City. I who who are Arsenal playing today? In the Europa League. Yeah, are they home or are they away? They're at home to Red Star Belgrade. Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean they're not having to travel. There's no jet lag there, so that's that side of it removed. Um, I I I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. It'll either be an absolute battering or it's going to be a game everyone. of absolutes. It's not going to yeah. be. Uh, yeah, you know it's not going to be a one nil or a one. I'm saying this with great confidence now. Hopefully it doesn't end up being one nil. Yeah. Man City <laughs> and make this all look stupid, but I don't think it will. So. No, I I think it'll be a bit of a, a battering as well. Um, I I don't see Arsenal coming away with anything. It is so hard to call because there have been still like a few games where they have shipped goals to the back for Man City, and then oh, I think Arsenal definitely have yeah. the ability to hurt City. 
But I just think City have more ability to hurt yeah. Arsenal. So. I think I'll probably go with 3-0 City as well. I think it's... You're going for 5-1 there. I'm going already. for 5-1, yeah. That's a, that's a that's very quite, bold, quite specific. That's yeah. a very bold prediction. Yeah, um, um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw it. I wouldn't be surprised if I, I saw three nil, four two, four three. Five. I wouldn't be surprised yeah, by anything in that game. Our Arsenal are hard to predict, and City are just plowing through everyone. I mean, City so, put four past Napoli yesterday. Napoli mm-hmm. at top of the of the Italian league. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're they're a good side. Um, defensively very well organised so I mean, yeah. actually they've been beaten at home in the in the league I season. think they're unbeaten full stop unbeaten full stop yeah yeah I think City are the only team to beat them mm-hmm. um, yeah I, I, I'm, I'm going to go 4-2 I'm going to go 4-2 I think um, if uh, if Sanchez is playing he'll he'll probably just carry on right till the end uh, yeah and I he'd be the most inclined to I get a goal. don't think he'll pick Ozil for this I, think, I don't think you could. I don't think you can, really. He needs somebody to yeah. rely on more. Yeah. I mean, maybe you put Lacazette a bit wider and play Giroud or something like well, that. But In I, midfield, they, they've they they've got to get someone to cut off the supply. Because yeah. what you get out I'd of Bruyne and to, Silver, you know, that's going to be such a weapon is create and create. You I'd know, be inclined to put Wilshire in instead of Vaka. I think it's very strange that Wenger came out this week and said that Wilshire should be getting called up for England. If he's fit. Yeah, yeah, well, Wenger says that he's, he's very fit. He says Wilshire's very fit and uh, should be getting picked for England. Oh well, a bit strange when he's not picking him for Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, like, ri- uh, that's ridiculous, isn't it? That's just yeah, that's just Wenger being Wenger. But Jacques uh, as well, they can't afford Jacques to do something stupid, you know, which he, which he could he do. Well, get uh, sent off, yeah. and, like especially in City, eleven uh, men's going to be hard enough. If someone like Fernandinho was roughing him up, but you know, you could see him maybe losing his cool, you know, throwing an elbow or something like that. It could happen. Um, so yeah, he's got to be very. Uh, it's got to be logical, a, but how he approaches his selection. It's got to be a very shrewd kind of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ram- Ramsey was excellent against Chelsea. You know, uh, it was Ramsey and Jacker, wasn't it, mm-hmm. who who yeah. played in front of the defence. But they can't be doing that every time they're playing a big side because Ramsey is much better going forward, mm-hmm. uh, as is Jacker. Really, I think uh, there there are games where you pick your out and out best eleven, and there are games where you pick. And eleven to sort of uh, to do upset the, your opponents, you know? yeah. and I think this might be a time where he has to do that because City are man for man just a better side. So I think he's got to pick something that's going to throw them, just make life difficult for them. Yeah, and yeah, maybe Wilshire could be that choice, but I, I, I don't see it being enough. I think City probably are gonna gonna take it three 0 probably. Okay, um, Everton and Watford now. Form has not improved for Everton since the departure of Ronald Koeman. Watford, I think we, we were quite surprised that you know Stoke came away with the uh, with the win there. I mean, I think we were all looking at that and thinking Watford. It was almost like guaranteed, wasn't it? The way Watford have been. It felt like a because been Watford have been playing very well. Stoke have been a bit out of sorts. Stoke always hard to predict. Though they can always course, surprise. Yeah, they can always turn up and get yeah. one. Um, so Everton at home, Watford away. You know. And there's been no no real rumblings about a new manager yet. No, no there's, there's been you know, a few whispers. Of yeah, I think Deitch, we can safely say at this stage that it'll be Unsworth taking charge for on a Sunday. while yet. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, maybe not for a while yet, but for Sunday at yeah. the very least. It... What uh, What do you make of um, David Unsworth? Because I always find, or I have found in a lot of cases, where a former player has um, been at the club for a long, long time, as David Unsworth, Unsworth was... <laughs> And then they take a coaching job, you know, 
within the club, and then they get promoted through that. It's almost like they've been around the club too long. Like, like it, Shakespeare. It can go either way, sort of. I mean, obviously, you yeah. look at Zidane, Real Madrid, quite a similar situation. Well, now, now let, let's just say that Zidane was a much more well-revered player yeah, than David true. Unsworth ever was. Yes, well, true. Um, so there is there's a different kind of... Uh, well, respect for the man people mm-hmm. did yeah. suggest that about uh, John Carver you know, had he been yeah. assistant so long the players couldn't really look at him as anything else other than assistant you know yeah I know that the people at Everton are quite high on David Unsworth and quite like him yeah. I think Bill, Bill Kenwright would like him to be the manager and the players like him but ultimately that promotion within doesn't it just make David Unsworth seem like all their friends and he isn't experienced at the top level yeah yeah I know jo- Joey Barton threw his two cents in the other day and called him a glorified uh, PE teacher. Um, yeah, what what do you make of that? Do you think he's maybe been around the club too long and the, the and some of the players maybe aren't going to take it? It's him? hard to know, but yeah. if, personally, if I was Everton chairman, I wouldn't be appointing him as the full ter- full time manager. Yeah. Um, I think it's, especially if you have been around the club for a long time and the players know you in one capacity. Yeah, it's, like, it's I mean, hard for them to get uh, used to you, you know, as a different role. Yeah, like Gary Monk. When Gary Monk was at Swansea, it worked yeah. for a little bit and then then it sort of fell away, didn't it? Yeah, you, you feel it might be hard to maintain the authority of like, a real coach who's come in you know, and they've only ever known you as the head coach. Yeah. If, you, if they've known you as, you know, a player or, you know, an assistant coach before, it, it might just be hard for them to adapt to, to see you in this position of, you know, ultimate authority as the, the manager of the team. This was on the plus side with him being part of the the youth team Everton are producing some good young players absolutely yeah. I mean uh, there's quite a few coming to that side now and that's, think even, um, that's coming you know through even for a while before I mean Everton have been producing I mean there's uh, it's probably going to be one of those remember him moments Jack Rodwell I mean he looked like uh, a, yeah. a really oh, good yeah. player and, and he went uh, to City ruined, and ruined by City and and Sunderland Sunderland yeah. yeah I think yeah. yeah I'm not sure who's at now if he's still at Sunderland but yeah he looked like a, a really promising young talent um, I think he may have been capped for England before I'm not sure, but, but uh, then uh, now he's sat on City's bench for too long, lost it all altogether. Uh, so yeah, I mean Everton have been producing sort of young talents for a while now. I think they've got a really good crop coming through at the one time, which is you know kind of a, a class of ninety two type of thing. When yeah. if if they get to that level, that'd be you know spectacular. I mean, there's no guarantees there, but yeah, it's, it's a very promising. Lawsy young crop. Rooney originally was one of theirs, of course. Yeah, and of course, going a wee bit earlier again. Uh, Francis Jeffers, Francis Jeffers that to Arsenal, infamous one, but uh, yeah. oh, the fox in the box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, he, was he an Arsenal record transfer when they got him? I'm not sure if it was a record transfer, but he was a record maybe for a record for under twenty one or something like yeah, that. A record for a teenager maybe, but didn't really was, work yeah. out. They did. <laughs> But um, no, Everton have had a, a reputation in, in the you know the past few years certainly of producing just you know, a good stream of quality players you know coming through. Um, if if they can hold on to them and nurse them and bring them through to be you know regular first teamers, that'd be really good to see. I think that's that's I think everyone wants to see as many sides as possible doing that. But uh, it's a lot of responsibility upon them right now to have them you know carrying the weight of the team. Yeah, and there's enough experienced players in that team that they aren't have pulling to. their weight, though. Yeah. They're not pulling their weight at all. Um, I mean, Ashley Williams has gone steps back. We've yeah. talked about that. I mean, Yeah, well, it, it just looks like definite complacency with with a lot of them, though, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And I mean, they still haven't found a system that works uh, for, that, no. for that group of players. I felt, uh, felt a bit sorry for the lad that scored the own goal the other day because um, I don't know if you saw it, but if he tried that on... A hundred times he wouldn't be able to do it again. <laughs> um, felt a bit bad for him. 
Ah, yes. The, and it was Damari Gray, Ross. Yeah, yeah I think Damari Gray yeah. is actually claiming it because it was on target. <laughs> so I don't think it is classed as an own goal, but it, it should have been, really. So Everton and Watford, I mean, do we, do we see Everton turning it around? Do we see... I think it could be a draw. I think I, I'm, I'm going to go 2-1 uh, well Watford. I'm expecting a response from Watford. Yeah. And I think um, I think this might be it. Because Everton will be playing tonight. Um, yeah. That's, I think they're playing um, Lyon tonight, are they? Which is, yeah, that, that won't be an easy game. I mean, Lyon are... They are on their away yeah. as well. Yeah. So Lyon are be a decent enough side. Yeah. I, I think it'll be a, a possibly a draw. I mean, I think... On Watford Sunday. Will, Sunday. Yeah, I think Watford will probably be quite eager to to rebuild a bit of that form. I mean, that was an unfortunate result against Stoke. I don't think anyone was really expecting them to lose that one. Everton at home will have a bit more of an advantage. You feel as well as the season goes on, they're they're bound to learn a bit more about their squad. They're bound to, you know, start to twig a best eleven, maybe. It hasn't happened yet, but it's it's got to happen eventually. Well, that's going to become difficult if another manager comes in. Yeah, because he's starting from fresh again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. I think we've uh, exhausted this mm-hmm. one. What what was you going for, Keith? Uh, one all. One all. I'm inclined to agree. I'm going to go 2-1 Watford. Okay, so Chelsea and Man United then being the, the late kickoff. I mean, this could be such a big weekend in the title race because if City win... And United lose, all of a sudden that's that's a really big gulf. I mean, it's currently what uh, you'd expect a response from Chelsea because they were god awful last night or the night before. Really big at this stage. On the other hand, it could be chopped down to two. I mean, if, if if City were to lose and Man United were to win, I think that's quite. I don't see City yeah, losing, I mean, but that's quite unlikely. But it it could be really cut down the, the deficit in points I th- I, well I don't see City losing and I, I don't I, I don't really know who who's going to I don't really see anybody winning this, this match Chelsea and United a draw does seem very plausible especially mm-hmm. if Mourinho had to side out the way which I expect him to do afford now you know being five points behind this early in the title race to but it's see, what, that's what works for at him at the end of the day though at, it's still a long time to go in the season and everyone has to play yeah. everyone. He has to look at the games on their individual merit as opposed to just like where they'd leave them in the title mm-hmm. race at this stage of the season. But I think this time United will sneak it just because Chelsea have been poor recently. Uh, yeah. Morata hasn't really hit the form he was on before he had his injury. He's been poor recently. Uh, I'm going to go one the United. I'm not sure if Mourinho will play for a draw because I think... Um, because... At this stage of the season, he's going to be looking at Chelsea, looking at a potential weakness there for them, and think that if he can, you know, potentially make up points on Man City, depending on their result goes, he certainly doesn't want to fall any further behind. Um, if City come away with a win, he's going to want to match that, uh, and he he will know the result by that evening. So, I I'm inclined to say he won't go for the draw, but I think they may end up with the draw just because the two sides might be quite evenly matched anyway. Well, it d- it depends if Chelsea can fix their defence by Sunday because yeah. they they were all over the place against Roma. But we have seen Chelsea, you know, when there's been bad results, they have responded quite well. I mean, uh, so far, I mean, the the Burnley results seem to give them a bit of a, a slap <laughs> to the wake yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, it did. But it's a very big proposition, isn't it? Playing yeah. Man United, it's, it? a, it's so, a big game to have to to um, bounce back on. I. I 
I can't really see Mourinho setting his team up any other way than how he did against Liverpool. I'd hope I, not, because for a facial, it's going to be not entertaining. It'll be very tedious to watch if that's the case. Mm-hmm. But it's the way he does things, and, and there's been a lot of a lot of rump. I think the United, uh, one of the United supporters trust or something, want a, a meeting with Mourinho to uh, to this. To discuss a few things because a lot of people are unhappy about the style of football. It's not what they used to. I mean, yeah, but what did they expect? Yeah, oh, I mean, it's a it's a bizarre complaint to have when you know who you've appointed. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're going to complain about the, the it, style it, of Van Gaal, if you appoint Mourinho, I mean, the results are probably better. But I mean, the style of football is be like comparably boring. To, be like employing Tony Pulis and then moaning because he's playing long ball. You know, I, I I can't see him. I can't see Mourinho setting the team up to you know go for it even though he probably should because Chelsea have looked you know all over the place Horrible, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah try and upset them I, I think United will be similar to how they were against Spurs and I think they'll win 1-0 again okay maybe worth mentioning at the on uh, championship manager save file of, uh, of mine um, the, the manager who does come in for everyone to take over is, uh, is Luis Enrique the former Barcelona manager I'm not sure if, uh, if he's got any actual interest in taking that job certainly I have not heard his name Linked, but um, just as, as an outside shout, based off the the developments in that in that save file, um, there's not much more we can say about that. To be honest, that's probably the, the end of the episode. Okay, uh, join us next week for another episode of a kick in the balls. Thank you.